Does the Black Moon Howl? Only for those with an unwavering desire to hear the truth. Access granted. You have been selected for an opportunity. An orientation as a trusted associate, if you will, into the secured, contained, and protected files of the Foundation. SCP Unredacted distributes new files for review, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, on secure channels on YouTube, Spotify, and scp-unredacted.captivate.fm. Hey there, SCP fans. My name is Grigori Karpin, and this is Simply Creative People the show about SCP creatives, be they authors, artists, or off-site content creators like YouTube and TikTok. We're focused on bridging the gap between various fans and serving as an introduction to different concepts and stories on the wiki. So, many welcomes to all, and let's get started. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello. Welcome back to Simply Created People after like another six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Um, so we're going to be doing nobody today. Uh and i mean that episode over that's right we're doing who nobody dr no i'm just kidding um so Uh, as always i'm gregory carpin and joined as per usual though i'm uncertain to be frank i think that i am harry blank if i've been harry blank all day i guess i guess i'll stay this way there was like this wonderful. I could tell tell he was practicing that he 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 knew that in advance was that a read off a script or something no, obviously, I just I just brought that completely to mind, uh, uh, apropos of nothing. Just naturally. As everyone knows, I script this entire thing. There's nothing on it. Yeah, it's of course. <laughs> right. Yeah, you, you don't think he's a little teleprompter to... going in the background. That's right. You don't think he would allow me to interrupt him all of the time unless it was scripted. <laughs> allow. <laughs> uh, and joined again are by our lovely guest, Rounder House. Say hello. That's me. Hi. I'm Rounder House. So they say. That's what they tell me. Uh, so is his curse and his gift. <laughs> That's yeah. Right. We uh, we haven't been back for a little while, uh, just because I've been kind of distracted by some other stuff and real life problems. But mm-hmm. here we go. Um, We've so, decided not to have real lives anymore, and that solved the problem. That I do mm-hmm. miss. I sort of now that I have a job, I do sort of miss the whole free time thing. Mm. But anyway, yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk about nobody, and if you don't know what nobody is, which you know, <laughs> fair <laughs> enough, uh, it's an interesting situation because it's labeled as a group of interest on the SCP wiki. Um, but, you know, typically it's presented as an individual, uh, but it's always, not always, but there's so many different versions of who this individual is. So much like the Black Queen, it's not really just one person. There's there's sort of, there's no organization in a traditional sense. And pretty much every article we're going to talk about today are tales, which is interesting because most of the, um, what do you call it? Most of the... <laughs> 
<laughs> Most of the uh, GOIs are, you know, focused on SCPs with some GOI documents and some tales. But this is vast majority of tales, which I think is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we've, we've lost all the audience because we're talking about tales. So oh, I know. Too bad. Actually, there they go. Uh, yeah, I was just actually just talking to somebody who is mostly interested in reading the tales that we recommend. So if that that's oh, we go to a different school. We found on the one guy. That's right. <laughs> go to it. Not a guy, but anyway, <laughs> from Canada, um, you wouldn't know her. I was gonna say girlfriend from Canada. I could check up on that though, so that wouldn't be a good excuse. That's right. It would have to be Mexico because I can get. I have access to all of Canada. It being very yeah, small, very entire census data. I mean, it's yeah. just hop, I do have a jump. <laughs> yeah. If we just count the places where there's a population over ten thousand, I think Canada is very small. <laughs> Yeah, I can drive to pretty much all of those places. <laughs> um, you drive to pretty much any place, so it would just you know, take a while. Yes, that's, that's true. That's very true. Um, so yeah, so what is nobody? Um, we're gonna skip. <laughs> we're gonna skip the creative corner because I didn't have any creative ideas about we're it. We're just not creative at all. Yeah, we right. haven't che- <laughs> checked to see how often we post. Not this now. week, fellas. Fucking creatively bankrupt right now. Um, so, so we're gonna. You should have said we're cutting creative corner. That would have been clever. <laughs> I'm not that clever. <laughs> I'm uh, only that clever in retrospect. That's right. So we're cutting creative corner. Nice. It's just alliterative. I don't even know if it's clever. We're very bad at this. I can already tell. We've cut all the corners. Rounder House's uh, Discord icon inexplicably is a triangle. And <laughs> it's always been a triangle. I don't know what you people are talking about. Some gaslighting me. This is some like retro causal. <laughs> Anomalies. A triangle. A triangle. Round so, triangle. So yeah, we're gonna talk about nobody, which uh, is a basic sort of. It's, it's what's interesting about it is it's wide open for interpretation, and so also makes it fairly hard to explain. Um, they're often individuals who exhibit difficulty with like memory. They need to be writing notes to themselves, um, and they are. Either it's an ability or it's a curse. Kind of depends on the the writer. Uh, they slip out of perception. People don't notice them, or sometimes they only notice them like retroactively. Um, Rounder House is just regularly changing the chat names so that the no one of them is Harry. Harry did that. Or fucking notifications keep fucking popping up in the middle of a recording. <laughs> so shut the I was fuck up. How long we could run out his patience? <laughs> it's all staying. It doesn't in. take long. No. <laughs> oh wait well on that topic i almost forgot all right now we can oh, oh nice that just read it out the fucking recording Very loud. <laughs> nice. nicely done um so this is a person who can like barely be noticed they kind of slip in and out of uh perception uh, relatable they, yeah um they can all been there walk into a classified bunker of the foundation or the goc and most of the time not even be caught um and so they're not really something, and I think this has a lot of the reason why SCPs are rarely uh, the focus, uh, because the Foundation pretty much doesn't know what to do with them. Um, they have notes about them, but it's like, oh, sometimes it's a vaguely European-looking older man, but sometimes it's not. <laughs> um, there's no one nobody, but at least according to the hub, although I broke that rule in on a tale uh there's no two individuals named nobody that are seen together although how they would know that if they can't perceive them in the first place i don't know 
Yeah, it's frankly kind of cute that the hub still has rules because no two authors have written yeah. nobody using all of the rules. <laughs> I mean, it's basically I don't think just two authors have written nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the premise is so open for interpretation because you're just given these very basic facts that this is an individual who has, in some way, either intentionally or accidentally, become unnoticeable and how can they get up to trouble in the SCP universe basically? And it can be used in all sorts mm -hmm. of different ways. I mean, it's, it's kind of, it really doesn't have boundaries. There's, there's no like, Oh, you did that. That's not a nobody article. No, nah, whatever. Do whatever the fuck you want. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a canon which is primarily concerned with nobody, which is the man who wasn't there. And that one has sort of an idea about, um, replacements. Uh, there's like different incarnations and they often recruit, um, not replacements, but successors, and there's like a like a purpose to them, like giving them some very vague. But it you know it could be different for each one. Um, both the stories that we'll be talking about that Rounder was involved in, which was the man in the white suit, was involved with that, and so was mine, which was later on uh, connected to SCP sixty five hundred. Um, the man in the white suit, the first time we all battled and we were roundly defeated by Rounder House and his cronies. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you learned your goddamn lesson, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see what else. Uh, sometimes they help the foundation, sometimes they don't. Like, it's not, there's no core purpose to nobody. This is almost always an individual, sometimes like an agent of chaos, but oftentimes just they have purposes that the foundation is not clear on. And so you could just sort of do almost anything. I mean, they're effectively unnoticeable. So what the fuck is the foundation going to do? What is any of the veil type organizations like the GOC or whoever going to do about them? Yeah. They're, they're sort of like an established deus ex machina really. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, Pretty you could much. just use it like that, which is often the time how it's used in SCPs, There's, which I think there are only like 10, which is that are tagged <laughs> with it, which is fascinating. Is that really true? Yeah, I was looking. Uh, um, I think there's only like 10. I, I didn't count them directly, but it was, there's not I a lot. Last crumb. Um, Hold on, this I need to fact check. <laughs> <laughs> yes, do it right in the middle. We're doing it live. Uh, We're having Jamie, so it's just me. He's not far off. I just checked Crom, and with the nobody and SCP tags combined, it's 13. Okay, 13. <laughs> yeah, that is I just ridiculous. checked. Wow, that's... It's wow, crazy. That's like, embarrassing. Aren't, aren't there, like, three SCPs in the man in the white suit? Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. I was, I'm yeah. looking at four of these, and they're just ours. <laughs> uh -huh. I mean, amazing. why am I on this list, like, four times? I don't even... Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that's what's interesting about it, is that, like, you know, as opposed to all these other GUIs, which are, for the most part, like wonderful, like inspiration for like an SCP. Like, what did this GUI get up to that the Foundation dealt with? In, inherent in the premise of nobody is, well, the Foundation really can't do much about them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is fun. And I don't know what the origin of it was, honestly. Um, I don't know. Rounder, do you know who originally created it? It is a complicated story, but yeah, I'm happy to get into it. Oh, if, yeah. If awesome. Too. Yeah. Yes. History. Right. I wasn't there, obviously, at the time, but my understanding is that Fishmonger stuff, very old school wiki mm -hmm. shit, like 2008, 2009. And he had a character. I don't remember the exact name of the character. I think it was Foo, but like F-O and then a zero. 
Mm. But foo, and then it stood for something, and it was like this character who was like a noir dude, like trench coat, fedora, weaving in and out of stories, like not really clear who he worked for, what his purpose was, all of that shit. So like kind of a proto version of nobody. Yeah. And eventually, when Fishmonger like deleted all his shit and buzzed off, the character got left behind because I I don't know, but. The character eventually evolved into what we now know as Nobody. That's cool. I like that there's kind of a nebulous origin to it as well. Like, that's very, yeah. very, very appropriate. Yeah. It's, it's so perfect that the person who essentially created Nobody then just fucked off and abandoned the, the character yeah. alone. That's funny. <laughs> it is funny. It's awesome. Um, yeah, so I, it, it's really fitting because of the way that it's used. Like, so many different authors have used nobody in a completely different ways. The only thing that kind of ties them together is this idea that they're hard. Like if they were right in front of you, you would have a hard time really perceiving them. They could get your or attention. Anti-memetic. Yeah. They could get your attention. So it's not like you can't, but then you'll have a hard time remembering they're still there, even if they're still yeah, right in front of you. Yeah, they tend to slip out of, slip out of mind, basically. Right. Hard, so hard to focus on like, details. Something that's come up a lot in SCP, but also lots of fiction is like a thing like a perception filter, uh, yeah. which is, you know, this idea that you can kind of like just slide right over your noticeability of, of somebody. So that's what we've got here and how people use it in a variety of ways. And we've got like nine or ten articles to talk about uh, kind of all the different ways that it's used. And I personally have always really, really loved Nobody because it is so it's just it's just so open to interpretation and and I didn't read everything on the hub but almost everything I clicked open on was interesting like you can't just do a lazy nobody story because there's nothing to work with you have to create everything from whole cloth um, and so I think it really is something that people wait to get into like I doubt that's going to be anyone's first article yeah I mean, I waited. I love nobody. It was a very Gregory thing to say. Yeah, I do. Love, I love <laughs> no one, no individual. I'm a cold, <laughs> cold, dead heart. No, I love one person, and I share shoes with him. It's me. I know my girlfriend. Uh, this is. Yeah, I, I do love my girlfriend very the, much. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he had to add that disclaimer. I did, but yeah. I, looking at the list of nobody articles, I I am reminded. What's it called? How long are we in? Like ten minutes? Ten minutes into the show, that like my third highest article is all about nobody, and that just completely slipped my mind. So we can deal with that later, <laughs> but we'll focus on the other articles for now. I can make a, a perennial complaint, and it's that I'm pretty much 100% sure that the top-rated nobody article is Quiet Days, which has a million tags and addresses yeah. all of those tag things in one or less than one sentence. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, mine is mine is made in heaven though. Actually, no, the highest nobody is Avalon. Quiet Days isn't even tagged with nobody. But did is, Actually, is, I'm gonna is, give is, the same criticism to Avalon. It doesn't count. I'm not I'm not accepting it. I don't even remember nobody showing up in Avalon. I think it was like one of the alternate reality GOIs oh. that was like made in a bleak right? Oh, really right. Of course. With, uh, yeah, yeah. With it's not the... in Quiet Days? I'm losing my mind here. Wait, I don't know if it's in Quiet Days, but Quiet Days isn't tagged with it. I think it is. Huh. Uh, I'm not seeing it on the list. Oh, okay. Maybe not. It's it's the second one on the list, dude. I'm looking in tag search yeah. right now. Quiet uh, Days, 1265. Oh, wait. I had the SCP thing up. Okay, never mind. You guys stay corrected. My bad. Yeah, so <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, Quiet Days is a fairly Gaslighting. short 
fairly short story about the Foundation realizing that all the anomalies are going away. And I'm still they... right, though. Avalon is slightly like 10 <laughs> upvotes higher than It Quiet is. Days. Avalon's it's higher than right. Quiet Days. That's amazing. Good. <laughs> I mean, not that Quiet Days is bad. Quiet Days is great, but uh, Avalon is terrific, so... There's a lot more work in Avalon than there is in yeah, Quiet Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which is 6,001, right? Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so what are your guys' general thoughts about nobody and, you know... You <laughs> Every know? sentence. I like everybody. I know. Yeah, it's, I know. it's just like constant, It's hilarious. What are your thoughts about nobody? Capital N, nobody. Yeah. It's not going to stop being funny. I'm sorry. I'm hanging fruit. I know. It's my favorite kind of fruit. <laughs> but yeah I, seriously gra grapes are like as low hanging as you get all the good fruit is low hanging what's the complaint carry on I don't think what? That's grapes aren't true, even the best grapes fruit grapes grow up a wall they still hang it's they're a still vine. lower it's than vertical. like a tree that's how gravity works yeah you're not gonna argue with me about botany I know botany <laughs> alright okay, I didn't realize <laughs> I was talking to I'm an expert in flex. botany yeah, botany historian. <laughs> yeah, that's me. What are we talking about? Nobody. General thoughts about nobody. About nobody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so okay. It's so bad at this. <laughs> <laughs> this is wonderful. We're doing really well. Yeah, I've always been a fan of nobody just because, like, I feel like nobody lends it. Okay, shut up. I know, I know, I know. Get over it. We'll never get through this. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm trying. Oh I'm trying. I feel like he lends itself really well to, like, a very particular genre of stories in ways mm. other GUIs don't really like you can write pretty much any kind of story with like most other groups of interests like Anderson like I, I can't list them all but like I would say most GUIs you can write pretty much any kind of genre story with them like yeah. the only two I can think of that restrict themselves to a very particular kind of genre are like the spirit and nobody and it's basically right. the same genre for both Right, it is, like, yeah. Very, very hard-boiled noir stuff. I don't know if you had have to do a noir thing with nobody, but it does fit itself very well. Uh, yeah, it's I'm not saying you have to. I'm just saying it, 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 really. it lends itself very well Absolutely. to the noir story. I think it really does a great... It, it's a good fit for, like, grand spy fiction. I don't mean, like, James Bond, yeah. but, like, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, you know? Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's the vibe I always got from Man in the White Suit. I mean, as much as there is a lot of noir influences, it felt like a very, like, global spanning, you know, spy fiction thing. Yeah, we explicitly wrote it as, like, uh, a revenge, like a mm -hmm. espionage revenge story across, like, centuries, which was the angle we went for. Yeah, it yes. worked really well. You go all the way from the wars all the way up into the far the future. Wars. Other wars. The so one, the two that count. <laughs> well, there's like other wars. Someone, I'm just not sure who. There are, <laughs> yeah, there, there were other wars. Fuck them. They don't, they don't count. They were much smaller. Just like fuck them. No wars. <laughs> it's like Pluto. You, you didn't hear about this. We've actually excluded all wars except for the uh, the world wars from being wars. Yeah. Those are just like uh, dwarf wars. All right. Just, just why don't you follow up yeah. on that? <laughs> dwarf wars. Yeah, Pluto's no, a dwarf I planet. I... That's it's done. <laughs> yes, I know. Why do I have we to got what you were going. We got what you meant. You're making me sound like an old person. I mean, I I'm not I'm making... making you sound like anyone. <laughs> yeah, neither of us are doing that to you. Well, you are with your extremely high voice. I'll admit that. Which that one of us? Rude. That was rude and uncalled for. <laughs> Actually, both of you, you just squeaked when you said that. 
<laughs> it's my inner squirrel. I'm, I meant the I meant the other guy. <laughs> you squeak all the time. No, I told on myself there a little bit, didn't I? <laughs> we all have very deep masculine voices. Anyway. That's right. That's true. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. But yeah, I, I the particular thing about nobody being able to like slip out of perception is a thing I've always fucking loved. Like there are a couple of other characters that can do that that I've always really loved in fiction and always seemed like such a such a banal but like grounded but super fascinating like superpower, I guess. Yeah. Being able to like fade into the background or like move without being seen, not like straight up going invisible or anything, but just like escaping notice. I mean, that's why I always loved the shadow. It, it wasn't the guns. It wasn't the fedora and the shit. Shadow. Well, I wasn't alive then. Because but... he's trying to make me feel younger. This is that's, good. That's true. <laughs> um, but just the idea that like he just clouded people's minds so that they couldn't see him coming, which is like, oh, that makes so much more sense than Batman's just like really good at finding the shadows. Yeah. Right. But yeah, there's like there's one. This is a bit of an aside, but like there's this one character in this book series I read a really really long time ago where it was like. They don't go, they're like mutants, but not like X-Men mutants, like on a scale of mutants where 10 is like Wolverine, they're like a three, where you're very good at like finding, or you're very good at recognizing where people are seeing and where people's notice lies, which lets you effectively move invisibly because you can just skirt people's like fields of vision and focus and allowing you to move essentially invisibly, which is like the perfect kind of angle I see nobody doing, like not a, mm -hmm. not a really like high level super anomalous super anomalous thing but like i can totally see this happening and it fits the character too like just a weird fucking dude who can't be like really noticed by people yeah, yeah it's cool. it, it's fun because it's not literal invisibility it's it's not yeah. it is a magic power sort of but it is functional invisibility and it's very very grounded because it's the idea of like well they just they you just don't notice them uh, and, and all the trouble you could get that character up into. Uh, and what's fascinating yeah. about it, too, because of the nature of it, yeah, everyone's kind of got their own voice to it. Um, as much as they are these non-persons, that's not really true, because anyone that's written one of these stories that's focused on nobody does have, you know, a pretty strong uh, voice to the character. It's just they don't have, like, names, usually, uh, right. and deep histories. But yeah, well, we and already... all these things we're talking about are somewhat subverted by the the series that we're going to talk about first, because again, <laughs> yeah, not having names thing is kind of a central issue in Rounders series. I really like that because, to be honest, um, a lot of the things I'd read by no uh, with nobody in it before kind of just took it for granted, uh, used it interestingly. Uh, a lot of the stories that came before were very cool, but they weren't as interested in talking about like well why did this happen um and you know What's that like? could have gone bad <laughs> that could have gone bad let's face it uh but because you yeah. you couched this story that's really about identity and discovering who you really are uh in this kind of global like you said century spanning revenge that? tale well the the team did. i wasn't yeah. aware i did that you did that yeah. well tough though did the heavy lifting let's let's not kill ourselves yeah pretty much <laughs> I'll see that one completely fairly. He pulled that shit. Any team that there. Tufto's on, where work like any effort was put in, it was pretty hard to argue that Tufto isn't the one doing the heavy lifting. Just incredible with the fucking pros. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. The whole series is phenomenal. Every entry yeah. is great. Yeah, it's it's really good. Except mine. 
No. No, I'm I'm very happy with my my interest for the canon because like, I think it could be. Tufto yeah. and I. This was in my deleting shit completely arbitrarily era. <laughs> so before we started, when does that Tufto one end? I like. No, I just passed on the curse to Jack. Ah, but, yeah, did, did you ever? <laughs> He's not equipped to yeah. handle that. Yeah, or anything. But Tufto and I, that was cruel. Tufto <laughs> and I made true. an agreement when we started. We were like, we're not going to delete any of the shit we post because that would be immensely like unfair to everyone else involved in it. But we, we agreed not to delete any of our entries. And I think it worked out well because we were incentivized to make the best shit we possibly could. So you got first, and Harry, your team got second or third? Third. Third. We, okay. third. we got second. We, we got second. Rob. Who got second? Oh, Storm got second. Oh yeah, the yeah, war the on war on all friends. Oh team. yeah, God, that one's good. McCassie but that one, Junior. And then we got fourth. And I, I think it's fascinating that all four of the, I think we got fourth. Actually, I can't remember. But near fourth or fifth or somewhere. Yeah. Up there. All the 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 top five teams for this Canon Renaissance concept, which happened in the fall of 2020. Which the oh whole God. point of it was to go back to canons that really hadn't had a lot of expansions put in them. All, all of these projects were these like long form tale series, uh, even if they involved SCPs. Yeah. Like that, like yeah. continuity actually mattered, even if you could read individual pieces by themselves. Which is funny because for the most part, that stuff is or has been frowned upon. In, in, in maybe before that, uh, I think we were opening up to that possibility at that point. Yeah, they all are. You're right, because uh, mm -hmm. yeah, the contests uh, lend themselves to that kind of thing—a very planned out tale series with like multiple interconnecting parts that people can follow along and read as it comes out. Like yeah. it's just it, it lends itself very well. Oh, to absolutely! It worked really well in Canon Renaissance because uh, the, the man in the white suit, which got first place, was excellent, and the uh, the the war it on worked out well because all the component tale series were also good. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, the the was it Anastasis the uh, yeah. That was amazing. And, uh, and you got, I don't remember what it was called. Anesthesia, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we got third, and ours was a tail series. You got fourth, according to the, the hub, and it was also a yep. tail series. And and the fifth one was the uh, the AID one, which was which also was also a tail series. Yeah, yeah. I, I think then, yeah, that's awesome. Um, especially because you know, I remember when I first started out, and I'm sure Harry, you got this much too. That like, oh, continuing narratives are like no good on the SAP record. We still hear it from people. I know, and it's like, well, I think we I'm doing. I, I think I think we're doing all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Okay, I can complain about them for you. Yeah, you can. <laughs> you shouldn't have your own sites. That's egotistic. Uh, uh, uh. How many have you got now? Uh, I'm just collecting them like little Pokemon gym badges. <laughs> Literally collecting the physical badges, even. <laughs> That's yeah, right. actually, now that you mention it. Buy rounder house stickers. I just I, I just ordered the six 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 ones. They're gonna arrive next week. Nice. I gotta nice. get I gotta get the site one hundred six ones at the very least. Yes, uh, I'm ordering those next. That's awesome. God, I have so many sites. I can't keep track of them all. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I think I only have three. <laughs> only have three. Most people have. No oh, only have three. Time. Yeah. Well, one of them is uh, it's just like necessary because we had to think of something else for our. Uh, in his name, I can't, I can't remember the series that we've stopped writing, but we whatever will eventually the fucking get back. name of that fucking series is. Yeah. <laughs> What's, wait, which yeah. series? The continuation uh, of both our resurrection things, where we oh right, 
Yes. Yeah. In his name. I think it's. Yeah, look at name. you guys. You actually continued your resurrection series. It took us like I a year and a half. Behind, yeah. Like a roadkill. Yeah, that's the beauty of the Canon Renaissance contest. How many of these uh, continue to survive after? I know. Honestly, like your Res series and like uh, War on All Fronts, and I can't think of any others. Yeah. I thought it was so funny because I remember you and me talking, Harry, like when we were doing the like reading phase, like the first, we took like a weekend and just read everything in Renaissance or skimmed some of it. And it was just like, oh, was this a, was this a mistake? (laughs) Oh, oh, you guys, look at you guys. You guys actually read your Tales series before you started writing for it. I didn't read. But you didn't really need to for nobody. I didn't, but I didn't know that because I didn't read it. So I didn't know whether I was supposed to read it or not. So I didn't read it until seven months after I won the contest. Well, well in I, fairness, I was the only one on my team who read any Resurrection <laughs> before writing it, probably since writing it. Uh, you know, I, I did it because I thought we were going to be continuing what was talked about in the main thing. And then by the time I was done reading it, <laughs> you not, not that, this sucks. Well, oh, it's bad. I don't want to say it you sucks because there's, there's certainly a lot of stuff in it that I think is good. Is certainly as uh, like an inspiration. Otherwise, we wouldn't have kept running uh, it. Yeah, but I'm a yeah, it was old res hater. Yeah, that's fair. Sure. And I mean, I think I used to be too uh, until I realized how like open it was to do something else, to do something new. Uh, and then that's when I found the fun in it. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's yeah, talk about I did your... the same thing. I very visibly decided to just have fun with whatever I wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I, about, yeah, uh... I came back from like reading it all, and I talked to my teammates, and I was like, "We need to do something new." Can we? I I don't even know how we propose continuing on. We this. need to do not this. Like, well, I mean, even if it was brilliant, what... like, it, that's not the point. The point is, it's like, was well, clearly somebody else's story. Like, it's not a canon in the traditional sense. So, let's let's do yeah. a side story, you know. And it's totally open for that. So why not? anyway yeah let's talk about man in the white suit which uh was the Mm -hmm. winning contest entries team uh for uh the canon renaissance contest like we were talking about damn straight baby and uh rounder you were the captain i think and then captain kirby was not the captain but also another team member and tufto yeah (laughs) you know what i just realized i've never said two captains disqualified wodenas okay great uh, yeah, so Rounder, Captain Kirby, Tufto, Wodenaz. Of course we didn't fucking win. Look at this team. You cheaters. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I seem to recall people were already starting to shout angrily when oh the my teams God. were announced. Oh, God. Let's yeah, not, go, no, let's I, not, go, let's got, not name names. I, got, I almost got disqualified for that. Oh, God. <laughs> let's not name names, but I do remember people making a big fucking deal about Oh, yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a gentleman. I don't kiss and tell. Yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. witnessing some kiss of that. being here almost was disqualified like, from a team, but yeah. <laughs> Yep. But yeah. Anyway. The uh, teams formed really quickly for that contest. Like within minutes, everybody was talking to each other. Yeah. I remember sure. it was at like 9 p.m. too. Like mm-hmm. usually it's in the middle of the day, but it was at 9 p.m. So nobody like noticed that it had happened for like five or 10 minutes. And then <laughs> it was just a flood. But yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think everybody loved the series that read it, but uh, it's yep. a. It's, it's very much a noir slash revenge tale. But like I said earlier, I, I did get a very like big spy fiction kind of s- very smart spy fiction, especially with Tufto writing that opening chapter. Uh, like, I, I mean, the thing I think about it the most is, is Tinker Taylor so- soldier spy with this, which if you haven't read, you should read it. It's fucking great. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anyway, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this tail's name. So, Rounder, you do it. Chiroscoro. Chiroscoro? What does that mean? Chiroscoro. What does that mean? Uh, It's an artistic technique where you, like, use light to form a... I don't actually know. I'm not an artist, but I know it's in, like, some kind of artistic technique using, like, the light as an effect to form, like, very sharp contrasts. Oh, yeah, there's a lot like Chiroscuro art has very, very deep shadowing. Usually, oh, that's... oh, it's Italian for light dark. Doesn't that makes fucking sense? That's, right. So the bright parts so stand fitting. out more because of how dark they're. That's so. Fitting. Yes, it is. I mean, shocking by Tufto. Um, <laughs> so this one kind of opens up. I mean, this is obviously a tale series. There are SCPs in there as well, so it is something. We're not going to go like super in deep, or I, I would like to avoid doing it super in deep about the details of. You sure. know, we can go deep in this one and and the epilogue, but kind of the meat of the the story. We want to try and leave it open for people to go and read. No, it. I mean, I mean, it's fine because I don't think you'd really like understand the meat of the story unless you've read the preceding tales anyway. So yeah. it's not really a big deal. Sure. Um, so this kind of sets it up. Uh, which is an aging, well, I don't know how old this, nobody looking for a replacement. And it sets up the, the dichotomy or the, the tension between the fact that there is nobody and there is this other, you know, mysterious figure, which is the man in the white suit who is who is chasing after Other nobody. worse nobody. That's right. Yes. Um, and the series starts, I would. it's like World War One, or like just during or just before, right? I think. Uh, and it goes... I don't actually know. I didn't have an ending to that sentence. <laughs> I guess I thought I, I thought I had a thought, and, uh, and I didn't have the thought. But like uh, we said originally, earlier, we were gonna have the yeah. Originally, we were gonna have it start quite a bit late, earlier. But my team put a kibosh on my idea for Samurai Nobody, which I'm still <laughs> mad about. I think Samurai Nobody would have kicked ass. They're just you're just making but, a ninja story. Then it's just like ninja. I mean, yeah, because like it's perfect. I mean, it, okay. can you tell me that like Ronin? Like a, a like a samurai dude in like shinobi in pure white armor and like nobody as a ninja. That's fucking awesome, right? It is awesome. I mean, there were samurai and there were ninja. <laughs> Pushes up glasses. Um, yeah, no. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's in the second. Oh, that where we're deciding to decide the line and not like the last like tale in the series that ends up in like flying cars and like New <laughs> Portland and shit. Isn't there like a? It's like on a space station or like on the moon. Yeah. That's the the epilogue is on a space yeah, station, yeah. but the one my oh, my section of the series yeah. was in like future Portland. Yeah, so he yeah, like that the series ended where he stopped writing because that's where he loses interest. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not fair. Like I I constantly gush about the coda when you do you you do you you brought up the ending a lot and justifiably so. It's, it's terrific. Yeah. So anyway, yes, this is in the Second World War. Um, and then like we said, it just stretches off into like near or even far future. Um, and what's Part. fun about it was that I did the same thing, which was that I felt like our story needed an ending so badly that even though it wasn't going to be considered for the contest, like putting in, you know, a, a final like capstone on the, on the project. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did the same thing. Uh, you did too, Harry, right? 
I think we probably made it right under the wire oh, okay. for the ending of the contest because yeah, I none of us know when to fucking quit. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. All of these series are quite long too. It's very funny. Yeah, yeah, they're they're like obscenely long. Like I think the white suit was actually longer than the original men that wasn't there <laughs> tale series. It, it goes it goes to so many different places. I think I remember people were complaining about that too because all of these big entries had yeah, really long like, series. <laughs> people are going, oh, you're just making crowding out all the lower entries by making people read your stuff. That's oh, yeah, that worked. Yeah, yeah. What about it? Yeah, because <laughs> I remember somebody saying that to our team as well. And it was just like, oh, first of all, we're not even winning. Second of all, like every, <laughs> every one of our articles until first the of all, last this is two. clearly not working out for us. Right. <laughs> the same thing got said about 6,500. And it's yes. just like, guys, what are you guys, dumb? Like, I'm really glad this it is, did well, what? but come on. This isn't <laughs> cheating. This was a handicap. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, we. Every like every issue, every like chapter of our story, at least until the ones I wrote at the end, were like five plus thousand words. Right? right. It's just like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> yeah. But it, it just like couldn't do it. Like it was like, no, there are like eight characters that are we get the story needs to be told. Yeah. It's as uh, long as it needs to be. That's right. Damn straight. That's uh, what she said. There are parts of. of <laughs> Our canon renaissance uh, contest. You just don't have to read, so you can <laughs> yeah figure out which parts that is. Anyway, same with ours. <laughs> I like Kiros so, a lot. Like I uh, think yeah, it, let's it talk goes into it. that what I was talking about. Like that, how oh, nobody lends itself to noir incredibly well. Like the Absolutely. entire vibe of the tale, it's like ripping with atmosphere. Absolutely, and I mean Tufto's prose absolutely like carries it. Yeah, Tufto is particularly good at atmosphere, especially uh, gloomy and uncertain atmosphere is something mm -hmm. that Tufto right, can do. Right, it's sad and rainy, you don't know, don't know what's going on or who to trust. He's yes. also got a really good voice for uh, time periods. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like that one sense. we read, the, the Lyle Burnett SCP that he wrote. I can't remember which episode that was on, but like Her he just... Yes, like, that's right. That is the one. Um it just has like such a one like just transports you to whatever setting he's yeah telling. and it's like such a niche thing too like mm -hmm. french indochina and like that's such yeah. a ridiculously specific time period time and place and he just like clears it it's, it's so amazing good. yeah and it's always compelling like it never feels dry because as you already said his prose is just ridiculously good i mean god lamplight lamp is famous same thing yeah affectation for all the lyle burnley stuff but yeah yeah, yeah. that's great uh, yeah, so if you want to, you know, what was the overall, like, goal of the series? To win the... <laughs> yeah. Beyond the contest, but, like, narratively, like, what were you guys... Winning! My only goal was winning. <laughs> but, but, yeah, like, we set out to write something that, like... Yeah. We set out to write something that, I guess, none of us really, like, super fucked with the canon to begin with i think mm -hmm. maybe tufto did because it's like his sort of thing but I, but beyond that none of us were like super enthused because most of us felt like it was super vague and unclear and like there was no like clear this sure. is i mean obviously nobody doesn't lend itself to clear explanations but like even outside of that we didn't feel like there was a, a an engaging sort of through line for the nobody stories it was like oh nobody's here now it's this guy who's over here and it was right. just six tales worth of that without anything like connecting mm -hmm. them or to engage the reader. 
So we decided to add that in the con like in the in the form of a new character, which was the man in the white suit. So we wanted to like in one in one character create like a conflict for nobody, an antagonist for nobody, mm-hmm. and uh, a foil for nobody. And then from there, the series just kind of grew out of that. The thing I really like uh, that I think your series does really well is setting up the character of nobody without ever really giving us that much in the way of like background details about their character. For example, nobody is often showing up like really fucking dirty and poor looking. <laughs> like you could just totally see nobody being like homeless and stuff or like sleeping on someone's porch because they, you know, they can get away with it. Cause yeah, one of them was them. homeless. Yeah. Um, and I just like that scrappy sort of can do like, well, you know, I can't earn any money and no one pays attention to me. So I guess I'm just, you know, sleeping where I can sleep. Right. Yeah. And then the man, in the white suit obviously gave, you know, big James Bond villain vibes. Yeah. Intentionally. Well dressed, ready to kill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I mean, the... he differed. Like we all wrote him a little differently because mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, it's... I don't know if I ever explained this to you guys, but the way the series was split up was that there were four nobodies, obviously mm-hmm. you had the, uh, the, the World War Two, like nobody. Mm-hmm. He had. What was his name? Uh, Fritz Obermeyer. Fritz that was the World War Two nobody. Uh, there was the homeless nobody, which we didn't get to explore that much, just because Wode wasn't super available during the contest, and we just mm-hmm. kind of had to work around that. There was the little girl nobody, and there was Nathan, the future nobody, which was my my thing. Little girl was Kirby, I believe, and. From there, we just like we didn't give each other like super close notes on like okay, this is the pitch bible for no, like white suit. Mm-hmm. This is what his deal is. We just kind of like trusted each other to go with our guts and figure out what would be narratively interesting in the context of the nobody that we were working with. And I think it worked out pretty well. Definitely, did. like you got to see a you got to see a consistent like okay, this is the same dude and he has the same goals and motivations, but also it didn't feel like. The character was unchanging. Like it was, there were differences in the ways that I wrote him versus the way Kirby wrote him versus the way Tufto wrote him, that I think came through in the text. Yeah, like we were talking about uh, with collaboration. I think on, I think it was the last episode, where like if you're working with a group of people and there's sort of like rough outlined goals, then that leaves a lot of room for like organic growth like in between and then you can kind of like polish out the differences if you have the time to like connect those things and it really works here um and then you know nobody in their right mind which is the coda doing this wonderful job of like tying everything together in a satisfying and like emotionally satisfying way yeah so you're going to be hearing a lot of a lot of nobody in the titles because people like to fuck with that. Just about yeah, everybody. Yeah, there's one like goddamn joke with this character, and everybody makes it every single goddamn time. I love it. I don't care. I love it. I've done it. Everybody's twice. made it twice. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do it a third time. Out of curiosity, simply because I don't think that we ever actually like explained what White Suit's deal was in the text. Mm-hmm. I'm curious what you guys might have thought it was when so, you read it. I thought it was like a side effect. Um, either a researcher or somebody else that was in the area when the experiment happened that like the machine or whatever like caused the nobodies to exist that it, it like also had created this 
not anti-memetic, but this other like kind of cur- his his deal feels like a, a pairing of of nobodies, uh, except for it's not an unnoticeability thing. Like it felt like the the at least in a in a vague way that his like origins were like intimately tied. Yeah, uh, definitely I, I, his origins were intimately tied. But I'm, I'm just curious what you had in mind. Yeah, Harry. Like, like my interpretation was I chose not to have one. I read it and I was like, I, the whole time I was reading, I kept thinking this guy is really weird. He's obnoxious in an entertaining way, and he's clearly set up as the foil to this character. And it's and the story is intentionally playing exceedingly coy about the man in the white suit in ways it's not playing as coy about the nobodies and i uh just decided to vibe with that without trying to speculate so fair enough i like the the left turn that the antagonist throughout is actually you know fairly sympathetic i think that works really well like and not in a way of like oh actually the villain isn't totally the bad guy because every goddamn shitty fiction needs to like try to redeem their awful villain that in the first act they had them commit war crimes or something uh this yeah. like really was just like okay well it's just literally the antagonist so his purposes are counter to what nobody's trying right. to do uh but in a way that's actually they're very involved i think it works really well it does work really yeah. well it works well in every one of the stories in the series like i mean you could do a whole episode on just this series because all of the articles are great um the scps are all fantastic the nobody in the name machine one is Mm -hmm. is the climax of the story and it goes completely crazy um ghost in the machine the one that's 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 largely set in the future yeah yeah, i know i was reading your author post today on it today and you said something like i haven't slept in 40 hours (laughs) yeah that wasn't a joke i hadn't and I think if you check the timestamp, let me check the timestamp. Yeah, it's posted at 22.55, which is five minutes before the contest closed. Okay. <laughs> and I that really... was the article we needed to post in order to qualify. So if I didn't post it in five minutes, we would have completely been disqualified from the contest. <laughs> and you would have placed second instead of third. Uh, we, we were so close to placing second in the first place. But Ugh, uh, let's not even get into that story. Yeah. Fucking dicks! Oh, oh, I wasn't even talking about that. Oh, um, I know, but I just wanted to—I wanted to, like just shadow send out my hate. <laughs> yeah, there was downvote brigading, which was ridiculous. That, that's basically how yeah. I met Roundhouse. The one though, everybody thought my team was doing it. Yeah, it was a real—it was a real mystery situation. Still one though, like even after you counted the downvotes, we got a hundred downvotes, and we were still clearing the competition, which I'm more inordinately pleased about. But oh, yeah, you, you guys completely returning. kicked everyone's ass no matter what was going on. Yeah. And you were to the point. What I what we were doing with nobody was like we liked the idea of him as like an agent of history. We were doing with him as like, okay, things are progressing in a very particular fashion and for whatever reason there's this nobody entity that like jumps between bodies. It like consumes someone's identity and it takes over their body and it does whatever it needs to do for its mysterious unidentified purposes to keep history going on the path that it wants history to go yeah because you know sometimes like like i think one of them specifically mentions uh homeless nobody being at kent state in 1971 Mm -hmm. which like all the nobodies appear at like pivotal points in history for like 
and are involved to an unclear extent. And I think we were doing after that moment is over and after that nobody's purpose has been fulfilled, the entity like ditches them. It just jumps to the next person it needs to, right. fulfill, to fulfill its goals. And what it leaves behind is just like a broken person without an identity, without a purpose, without anything. They're just like a shell of a person, which is what Kirby's SCP was about. Like all the all the like husks that it leaves behind. Right. Isn't the and man in the white suit sort of one of those people? That's what we were getting at. Yeah, we yeah, were yeah. getting at white suit being uh, a bunch of these husks that agreed to to like sort of combine right, into yeah. an amalgam. Right. Yeah, yes. into a combine of like a bunch of dudes who fucking hate nobody and have major beef and want to kill him before he, you know, does this shit to anyone else. That's awesome. Yeah. So like nobody, and then white suit is every nobody that has previously been a nobody and is now somebody. <laughs> right. <laughs> Actually, we were originally gonna call him somebody until they talked me out of it, and they were like, "That's dumb as fuck. That's not." <laughs> I was like, "You're right." Uh, yeah, that wouldn't have worked. <laughs> it feels like a natural yeah. touch that you have to do, and it also feels like a thing you definitely can't do at the same time. Especially because it's yeah. already sort of like stretching credulity that there's a character that's called nobody, you know. And we've all kind of accepted it, <laughs> yeah. and it works. Yeah, we just. <laughs> but like, it's also we just during this recording we keep laughing it's about very it. Very stupid. It's, it's just like we can't do that. But the somebody, somebody thing reminds me of this. This awful thing. I don't know if you ever actually like identified as nobody in the context of the series. Like, I don't remember if we ever actually call him that, or if it's like an out of universe name. It's only it's usually know. it's only done once or twice. I think it's one of the last lines in the epilogue. Does it? Uh, but yeah, generally you don't do it. That would do it. Yeah. Um, it, the, the the somebody thing just reminded me of this horrible DC Comics thing they did not long ago, where Two Face fixed his face and angrily announced that he was now One Face. It's <laughs> <laughs> the stupidest thing. God, DC's so just, dumb sometimes. Just because your premise seems to suggest that you can do a thing doesn't mean it needs to be done. <laughs> yeah, not always a good idea. Good God, One Face. <laughs> no, wait, I took a lot of interpretation from uh, some comics for white suit's design at least in the turn like at least in my my run of writing him right I, I very specifically modeled him after uh mr knight from jeff lemire's run of moon knight like this mm -hmm. like weird fucking like mercenary private investigator dude who like clearly has some kind of agenda and it just like appears in random places i could definitely but, see like, comic influences and in ghosts in the machine although it's also a bit anime and it's also a bit uh fucking <laughs> crazy sci-fi yeah, future yeah in retrospect i have issues with that tale but like i overall i think it's fine but overall, like yeah that's what i'm saying yeah yeah <clears throat> but yeah so nobody in the right mind is like an epilogue to the story and you know there's really no point in like going into massive detail about what happens in there but i thought i would read out just one little section of tufto's kind of insane prose when this is all like three like consecutive paragraphs in 1969 nobody walks walking down a sidewalk in iowa staring at the cornfields some little part of him felt a wave of nostalgia but he didn't understand why so he found a barn and sat in the hay and thought and remembered another wheat field in europe so long ago he hadn't realized he could feel nostalgia for past lives it had almost hurt so he moved on 
in 2003, nobody had dragged a slowly dying body to a gas station in Montana. It was winter. The roads were cold. He was out of time. It was foggy all around, and he thought of Berlin and the young American officer and the man with his fucking hunting rifle. And he stared upwards and laughed because it had happened to him, and it had never happened. And the man in the white suit had remembered, too, at different times in different places. He remembered shooting an arrow in, in a Hungarian wheat field, the hatred he felt for his death stalker. He hadn't known why at the time. That took much longer. And he remembered Berlin as well. He remembered Berlin, too. He remembered the fog. He remembered the pain in his kneecaps and the cold of the grave. Just fucking... It's so good. So Duff don't know what he's doing. And, like, it was sections like this uh, in the epilogue that do this wonderful job of like, you know, I feel like the tale series already did a good job. You know, they felt connected that there was this core common premise and a progression of time, but this creates this great capstone to the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, I love it. Cause it's just like in nobody in the name machine, nobody dies, not like the nobodies, but like the nobody the entity gets, yeah. yeah. The concept of nobody gets killed by the white suit and white suit also ends up dying in the process. And all, is, the, and all the people you know, that were ate, eaten up by these things get popped out. Yeah. And, like, I like we'd spent a lot of time writing these characters and, like, playing with them and working with them. And it was, like, just intensely gratifying to see them, like, finally move past all the shit we put them through <laughs> for once. Yeah, it's and, like, the really... very last two paragraphs, yeah, they always make me intensely happy. It's like, he turns away, he sees Haley and Vin, maybe he'll go drinking with them tonight, maybe not. It doesn't matter, he thinks of the books in his room and the colors of his walls. He thinks of protein paste and antimatter, cold nights on the Ohio River and colder ones in New Portland. He flexes his fingers and wonders where Lou and Sarah are. He should get back in touch. Bones turn to dust outside Potsdam. An old house is silent in Longmont. The sky shines and the night moves on. Radio towers call over great distances. Computers flash in the dimming rays of the sun. Nobody can remember them all. So fucking good. Yeah, it's really stirring. It's terrific. <laughs> yeah, and Super like good. crazy hopeful for a tale series that was a lot of fun, but also was pretty bleak in times. Yeah, it was miserable for everyone involved. Yeah. Like, like I think like particularly the initial tale, like "Hello, my name isn't." It's fun and it like gets you across like what the characters are dealing with, but it's like it doesn't quite give the intense like horrifying realization that you've been like snapped out of reality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a fucked up tale series, but like the ending, the ending makes me happy. And then we we got we equalized the depression with the <laughs> the bonus tale. That's right. Which oh, we're gonna God, talk bonus about. Tale. Nobody's observations on rejected nobody applications. Fucking silly. Which is just a bunch of little <laughs> snippets of interviews by nobody of for the most part, these were all references to other teams' characters, right? There were a lot of them, yeah. Some of them are some of them are just jokes we thought were funny, but were stupid. Fair enough. Um I, I especially like the kaiju nobody. <laughs> it's real it's just Kaiju fucking, Nobody was fun. So fun. It's just fucking frustrating. I liked, you know? Yeah, I liked No Tag and Snowbody. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh Nika shows me in belts and he's like, Wow, you really went for it, kid. Fucking snowbody. <laughs> yeah. I like fucking snowbody. I like the Dr. Dan reference. <laughs> Yep. Yep. I was flattered. Since that was, that's a reference to me. Sure, it's a reference to my team, but it's a reference to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you stole that character and made it your own. I stole that character and, and used him to steal the series. Jokes in this is so fucking mean. 
Yep. Is that one that's like, do you have any experience being forgotten? He was like, I was a character in a Cadden from 2015. He says, oh, you're a pro. I got it. <laughs> I wrote that one. I remember. Of course. Yep. I'm assuming you wrote the one that complains about uh, stealing solidarity as well. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. And everyone forgot about me after the... Yeah, well, everyone forgot about that tale. I believe all of these too. were me and Kirby, and I think one of them... But yeah, it was mostly me yeah. and Kirby joking. I'm, just, I'm, assuming all the mean, I'm assuming all the mean-spirited ones are you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I know what I'm good at. <laughs> well, we're an hour in, and we've covered a third, so... Let's great tie, great We've covered, tie, great, covered great most stuff. of the ones that matter the most, so it's okay. That's right. <laughs> nice. We just... I haven't covered uh, Grigori's. <laughs> but we haven't covered any of the other ones. <laughs> I, I said the ones that matter. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, so yeah, so the next one is The Woman Who Wasn't There, which was by Ip. Uh, and this was part of Black Girl Autumn. Boss. Yeah. This is part of Black Autumn 4. So, And we've, we've talked about Black Autumn before, but just to kind of remind, this was the not yearly, but oftentimes tied into Halloween series of tales that Ip did around SNC plastics that felt like, you know, the Avengers every time. Like it was like a big kind of overarching story. And one of the characters he used a lot was Allison Carroll, who in this story essentially turned, he turns into a nobody. Yes. His own spe very specific version of nobody. Right. So, you know, SNC plastics is, you know, people say it's pataphysics, but it's really just talking about the idea of like narratives being like having a reality, like a like a real like feeling yeah. or a real like connection to the to, to the way events work. Yeah, and, they don't jump into other pieces of fiction. Their right. lives are just ruled by fiction rules. That's really ironic you said that because yours does. Yeah, mine literally does exactly <laughs> that, yeah. <clears throat> but um yeah, so this is, you know, it's really the point to take away here is that the the new idea of nobody, which is these are people that are like sort of agents of the narrative. They they fulfill very specific roles. They have like archetypes. And this is a nobody uh, that is like the editor, uh, which you use for a really good joke in years later on. Yes. Um, yes. Mean-spirited joke about somebody who deserves mean-spirited jokes he's about dead. Me. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, but there's a line here that's that's because I'm nobody. Nobodies don't have backstories. Not really. You stumbled into this honestly. If you hadn't succeeded on performing narrative necromancy on your best friend, we might never have noticed you. Right. Because so the, the the thing that this character can do is because their life is a narrative, they can edit the narrative that you are reading and make it slightly different so that things go a little bit better for what they want. So it's like reality warping, but in a very like constrained sort of way. And there are there's like mm. price to it as well. Yeah. Because <clears throat> this is know. a person who has friends and a job and all of those things. And right. he's not going to have them for very long because yeah, the because... nobody effect progressively erases it all. Yeah. So we get to see someone actually turn into a nobody here. Uh, and this is one that like really, really fits in like Ip's stories because it has to do with those narrative things. But again, I picked it because A, I really like Black Autumn. But B, it just is another example of how you can just take this idea, this premise of somebody who has this perception filter and just like use it however the fuck you want. And it is yep. you know, you know, Randall, you were saying like, you know, the stuff that happened in The Man Who Was There canon didn't feel connected. And it's like, yeah, okay. But like just do something else with it. And you guys did. Like, and it just works. Like, there's no no one's going to get mad at you being like, this doesn't match the kid. No. It's just, it's, this is nobody. <laughs> yep. It's nobody. 
<laughs> yeah, it's funny because um, I didn't look at Grigori's picks before I started trying to make my picks for this episode, and this was one of them automatically. And, he, and then I saw your list, and I was like, oh, crap, so I need to think yeah, of something else. Very good. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, and then you end up using that character later on as well. Yeah. Uh, but I, the thing I really like about it is, and it's it's also kind of followed up in the in the next tale because this is one of his like major characters, at least in the Black Autumn stuff. Yep. Uh, and he just sort of like, I mean, he didn't make her useless for the story, but all of a sudden she couldn't be the focus anymore because now she's a nobody. Uh, yeah. And we get to watch how that kind of. Yeah, it's out. meaningful. Which yeah. isn't something you see a lot. You don't see anybody turning their established characters with important purposes in the story into nobody very often. Right. Yeah. And we don't normally see people turn into nobodies at all. That's another reason why I like the man in the white suit, because we get to see that process happen. Right. Um, but this one you picked, which is Documents Recovered in Honshu, I was not even aware this was a thing until you picked it. Yeah, me neither. I fucking love this. This is so I cool. was just strolling through the tag and i found this one and my first thought was hey look mixed media that's neat and my second yeah. thought was this one's really short they won't be mad if i add it <laughs> look i mean that that does that does work yeah yeah so it's it's during surveying the nearby villages agent blank found the documents lying in an abandoned hotel suite the different mediums and handwriting suggest multiple parties uh but they feel like it was connected to nobody um, and it's a, and basically that's the end of the prose. Like it goes in a little more detail than that. And there's two collapsibles, and the collapsibles open up to show actual like scans of these fucked up water damaged notes that people were writing to themselves. And the first one's yeah. really fucked up, but yeah, the first one is is very 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 fucked up. Um, and this takes place. Uh the the framing narrative of these documents takes place after a major typhoon uh so the implication is this whole place is right. being is being seriously trashed which explains the water damage and all that stuff and the nobody has gone looking for a successor in this very problematic time in a in a location in japan yeah like and, this is what i mean it always ties like this isn't just like yeah you always have right. to tie into like nobody appearing at like random pivotal historical mm -hmm. moments or like issues of like great like social like problems or something and just like fucking around for yes. unclear purposes definitely but the amount of effort that went into this because this is clearly just scans of something that somebody physically wrote and this one is yeah. by uh phantom clock right uh and it is like dramatically underrated yes it's dramatically underrated and then you go into the comments and the comments are all this is really good <laughs> Yeah, it's it's fucking it's incredible. All three of, of them. them. Yeah. Yeah. One yeah. of them is an author post and one of them is like an image thing, so I'm not even counting those. Uh, fair enough. There's all Yeah, I I, I I think the first image is a Photoshop, but I think the rest might be like written out and scanned, which is very impressive. Yeah. I mean and even if the first one's Photoshop, it looks like super believable. Yeah, it's very good. And any mixed media is awesome, especially when you tell, I mean, because we are so frequently in SCPs being like, oh, this note was found or whatever. And and I was like, oh, okay, great. And then we open this collapsible. Oh, <laughs> these are just the fucking notes. This isn't, you know, some text. This is somebody's bleeding ink on a yellowing page, slowly yep. losing their shit as they become nobody. Yep. Yeah, it felt that. It's really good. It is really good. But I mean, but there's not really, a whole lot to say about yeah, it. Yeah, right? uh, yeah. I mean, 
I just kind of want to sell the, you know, anyone that puts mm-hmm. in this kind of effort deserves more recognition. So for sure, people go. It's like a fu- you know two minute read. It's but it's fucking brilliant. Yep. And I want to steal it, and I probably will steal it. <laughs> uh, so another one I picked was "Note Your Name Is Nobody" by mm, never know how to say Iapetus the Acasual the Acasual that would be Iapetus the Acasual sure as in Iapetus the either has no cause or behaves in ways that have no cause <laughs> or is related to having no cause uh, but I really like this one because it fits that, you know, if there is a GUI format for nobody, it is this notes to themselves thing because, you know, kind of a, a running thread between so many of these documents are they, they are people that are, they're so unnoticeable that they have trouble remembering things. Right. Uh, and so the, this is, what is that movie where it's all in, played backwards Christopher Memento Memento thank you Uh, so this feels very much like Memento where it's literally instructions for how okay well what about this write everything down the hands on the walls are powerful anti-memes if a meme is information that spreads itself an anti-meme is information that prevents itself from being spread Uh, you're also an anti-meme but it's not as powerful it's less it it could be cheap in the sense that it's just you know this character talking to themselves but it works works yeah Um, especially because again because a lot of these and I tried to do that as well um, they're they're all done in first person but they don't feel like first person narrative in a traditional sense they're very much you know an epistolary novel sort of thing like Dracula or something else but just very you know quickly scratched down on a piece of paper and typically the the font used is, is meant to imply that as well yeah, yeah, it's and I a, think this one's nice because it actually provides like an explanation for why he's writing shit down. Like, yeah, like with the anti-meme yes. and shit. Like oh, most yeah. other, most other nobody ones, they just kind of like go by pure vibes. But this yeah. one is like a, a reason which I like. Yeah, um, I mean, like I, I, like we were just saying, the last one that we we're talking about is good. It also has a moment where the person is watching somebody walk up their, listening to somebody walk up their stairs, and is taking the time to write that down in their notebook. Yeah, it's always, it's always fun. <laughs> uh, I also like the note. That is punk as hell. You have a bag of white powder in your right pocket. It is cocaine, crushed up Adderall, and some combination of the two. The name of the bag, is, I don't even understand. The name on the bag is not yours because <laughs> dealers like put your name on it. Snore more if you feel yourself getting tired or unfocused. You cannot afford to let your mind wander. Also, don't worry about the monastics and uppers interacting. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> oh, have we? I haven't. No, <laughs> I've never taken Adderall. It's because you're square. I am. I'm so fucking square. But you're round, so I guess that's your excuse. Yeah. I triangle. That one was He's triangular. Triangle. Yes, at the moment, triangled. But yeah, this one, this one's very good. And this one is, oh my god. Have, we, have you guys ever seen the original Nobody format? Uh, no. I don't recall. I, thought, I might have. I thought this I was it. So. so what is the original? No, 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 no. This was this was the remade one made by Cole. Not not the Cole you guys know, a different Cole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in like 2018 or 2019. But like the original, oh my god, it's ridiculously bad. Like I don't mean like the content, but like it is like genuinely like simply unreadable. <laughs> uh, there's got to be a, hold on, let me find this shit. While you're finding that shit, I just want to say this one... 
uh, heavily relies on and uses anti. Uh, there is no anti mimetics division, but absolutely uh, quantum, and it uses it really well. Um, yeah. It uses it's it's one of the be- one of the better chapters. Oh, okay, of- yes, I found it. And okay. wouldn't you know it? The first one is about the the nine six three amulet. That's perfect. Oh, good, wonderful. Great. Look at this. This is. Can you read this? Look at this. Oh, what the fuck is I mean, this? This is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so small. It's it's okay. It's in tablet. It's actually form. decently readable on my desktop. On your phone, it's completely like this. Oh, yeah. does not make a lick of sense. Yeah, also, it's, this also, is it's like who, who thirty who, words altogether. Yeah, I was gonna be like, oh, who wrote this? Oh wow, this is bad. I don't even know. I was gonna Michael. say it's really low fucking effort, but I don't really love, like give anybody shit. I don't know who that person. Yeah, the writing, is, so the I writing say, might be good. I just haven't read it, and it's really hard to read. Yeah, the writing's good. The words are great. All like forty of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's you I, know, I, I like I don't think to we say the new one is. It's not gonna be polite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I like the new one a lot more. Like a ton more personality and like. Like you just get to fuck with it a lot more. Like in the like in white suit, we had each nobody have their own like style of journal, which I I had a lot of fun with making the styling for. Like the the little girl nobody has like a little diary, like a pink diary with like flowers and shit. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah, the, yeah, like, the, the I, one I, tail I, you the format is very fun. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Because most of the things in your series, they deal with one time period and one version of, of nobody. And you did that one that's from the multiple different nobodies at once, right? That was early on? Yeah, nobody, 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 and nobody's observations <laughs> on nobody. <laughs> on, on the man in the white suit. And that name, too, was a play on one of the earlier uh, nobody articles, right? There were a couple nobody nobody's observations. Yeah, there's on. a couple of nobody articles that are framed as like nobody's observations on XYZ. Right. You're very good at uh, website archaeology. Yeah, thanks. You're really good. Well, we have an actual archaeologist here, so. Well, I'm not an archaeologist. No. No? Am I wrong? I've watched 18 series of Time Team. Not you, the other one. I studied in undergrad, so I can't call myself an archaeologist. It's close enough. It's closer. I thought it was anthropology. Yeah, but that's. Archaeology is anthropology. What? Yes. What? Yeah, there's there's cultural anthropology and then there's archaeology, and they're mostly focused on whether or not something is in the past or if you can go observe those people. But the the concepts are very oh, yeah. very like the central yeah, the central tenets are not the same, but they I come from the same. I appreciate that Harry thought I was talking about him for like I know. three or four exchanges. Well, it's like yeah, it's, I, I forgot about the archaeology thing. Well, because it's mostly law bullshit I talk about now. But yeah, you know, it's funny because I'm sure you get this a lot too, where people are like, "Oh, history is that like digging in it like Indiana Jones?" Uh, it's yeah. like, no, that's not. And because I, I say this because I don't know how many times people have said, "Oh, archaeology? You mean like Ross on Friends?" And I just want to lose my shit. <laughs> Do, yeah, just like that. He dug up dinosaurs and talked about their culture. Yeah. Good job. God, I would I would really lose my shit if people brought up friends in my presence frequently. Yeah. Friends is bad. <laughs> yeah. Also a very gurgry statement. <laughs> friends is bad. Friends are I, bad. I, Case in I point, like Roundhouse. Friends, friends is bad. <laughs> I, like I like nobody. nobody. Friends is bad. <laughs> I said I love nobody. <laughs> it was even darker. Better or worse? I think that needs to be the title of this one. Uh, I'm pretty sold on Nobody Likes SCP. 
it's a good title, but I mean, I'm I'm gonna be thinking about I love nobody for a long time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, all right, let's 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 keep going. Uh, I so love nobody friends. You picked, and yet another incredible prose uh, is Uranium Empire wrote Asmodeus, which is oh, I love this series. Fucking so cool. So it it's it's set in unfounded, which means there's no foundation, and this is utilizing. Parawatch to talk about, you know, SCP-682, but it's not called that, obviously. Uh, and then also, it's nobody and uses nobody in like the fucking best way. The, I mean, it's just so funny. Cause, yeah, so, go on. Well, just you know, so I don't know if you know the listeners will remember from our Parawatch episode, but that in universe is like a, a forum board where people talk about like crypto, you know, cryptids and weird saying, sayings or whatever. And so part of the format is often, not always, but often you know, people responding to the entries from the authors. And what's cool about this is this is an entry written by Uranium Empire in universe, like in fiction, which is pretty funny. Uh, and then we keep getting these, warnings from somebody called null that no one is responding to and he's just constantly he or she or they either way um is constantly like going, you're gonna kill yourself this is so dangerous and listen can you stop enabling this person and no one's ever responding to them and it just gets to the point where we've got no like writing like eight messages in a row that no one's responding to yep i mean it's a fun story in general but that the angle on nobody is like really well done. Well, what if nobody wrote on a on a forum post, but no one would notice it? Yeah, because nobody can't do any of the things you can do in person to make sure someone's looking at you when they're on the internet. Right. <laughs> the whole series, this whole series was great. There's only four entries in it, right. um, and this is this was one of the other extraordinarily heavy hitter heavy teams. This yeah. was Uranium Empire, Ace Mallard, the Great Hippo, and Soulless Singularity, which is a terrifying combination of people. And all the entries in this were phenomenal. There weren't very many, but they were all phenomenal. Yeah, they were really good. This one, I'm going to be using one of them later on when I talk about the only good factory uh, articles. Oh, are we actually going to do that episode? Yeah, well, I, I keep forgetting to start it up, but just... The opportunity to talk about let the factory fail, which is one of the best articles on the wiki. What a fucking funny tale! So fucking good. good. I almost included it here because nobody's in it as well, but I used Asmodeus instead because I like it, and also I want to be able to do that one later. I was going to say we could do the King Textile, but we already did that one for Parawash, didn't we? We did, yeah. Uh, I was planning. Also, I was almost suggested doing uh, this toy facsimile of life for nobody because nobody's in that, and I'm pretty sure we did that for the Wondertainment episode with Dark Stuff. We did, yeah. <laughs> We've done so many episodes now; it's great. We've can done you, like remember? thirty something. Where are we at now? No, we're, this is twenty eight, but close enough. Twenty eight. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's great because this not. I mean, this touches on so many different things. Like, if you've been under, living under a rock, you may have not have heard of my good friend Allison uh, at Black Queen on Twitter. It's just like there's so <laughs> many throwaway like references to other stuff, but it never feels cheap. It's just fun. Like it's it's so uh, it works so well. Like the whole it thing does. is about fucking SCP six eighty two. How ridiculous is that? Well, what if? Right fucking Parawatch was, you know, investigating this giant lizard out in the fucking Pacific Northwest. Yep. It's so good. Yep, it's it's definitely good. And uh, how, how's it rated? The things in this, yeah, plus 80. The things Pretty in good. this one are way underrated, though. They fell 
they kind of fell off in in the in the the, the rankings in the contest, and it's mm -hmm. really unfortunate because these are like really really good articles, all of them. I, mean, I think most of my tales for the Canaran contest were under eighty, except for a couple. But there was, like you said, there was only four of them, so yeah, it's kind of hard for them to get a top five. <laughs> There was a lot of shit thrown at this contest when it happened, but I don't know. I look back on it, and so much of this stuff was really, really, really good. I look back on I mean, that is absolutely true. There's so many good things about it, but I also look back at it, and this is the first time I feel like I was really, like, getting involved in the site. Yeah, same here. It was, this was, for both of us, this was our first time of not writing about just our own shit. Right, exactly, <laughs> yeah. Like, expanding, like, oh, I guess I could do a little comedy, or I guess I could do established characters. Yeah, and R uh, Rounder House, you know, just doing. I guess I could win a contest because you know, oh, shocker, hardly ever win. Shocker, so, I deserve it. So ignored, <laughs> Rounder House. So ignored. That's yeah. oh, must be so. Hard. I deserve to have at least one win before I retire. I'm gonna yes. fucking throw up on you. <laughs> hardly throw up on him. Even that's right. Jesus. <laughs> that was weirdly aggressive. <laughs> like a baby spouting threat. <laughs> <laughs> or a drunk. Or Jack Dragon X. Drunk baby. <laughs> anyway, yeah, what did you want to say about this one? Me? Hell, yeah. Crowder House. It, well, you I can never it. tell who's talking about what did I picked. I already said what I liked about it, but uh, I mean, I. I, I, oh, I fucking love the Esmodi series. Like, it's just amazing. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's. Like, it's. I, I thought it was severely underrated during the contest. Like, it was one of my two underrated series. Yeah, and it's I, it's great. Yeah, and like, I, I thought it was integrated nobody in a very fun way because like it never goes explicit and it's like this is nobody, but like you can very clearly tell like through context yeah. that it's nobody. Yeah, and it's I, I especially like Asmodeus because it's a very like Parawatch is a very strict format that it ends up following, but this is very different, which I appreciate. Like, it's more of like a, a live blog type situation rather than like a 4chan X thread, which is what usually they're modeled after. It's a it's a fun, fun, weird thing, which is pretty much what you expect from Yui. Right. Yeah, I totally stole that uh, that mode of it being like a live update thing for the Deva one. Right. Like intentionally. Definitely. <laughs> Your uh, your unspoken um, other underrated team, I'm assuming, is the Brave Mujahideen Zombies of Afghanistan. Rounder. Yeah, yeah, I like that one a lot, except the ending tale. But yeah, all the stuff before <laughs> very very good. Yes, I agree with both of those statements. I don't even remember yeah. reading that. I yeah, yeah that. I uh, do that, and then just don't click the last link, and you'll be fine. <laughs> Yeah, just pretend the last one's not there. It's all good. I'm a hater. I'm a professional hater. That's all right. I forgive <laughs> you. So here's where we get to the like self fucking aggrandizing part of it. Yeah. Because the last two ones are one by myself yeah, and one baby. by Harry. Um, My, mine is such a lazy self aggrandizement because I only did it because I couldn't think of a third one. <laughs> well, after was, you took after you took two of my ideas. What were the other one you were gonna do? Uh. Uh, I don't know. Uh, your name's nobody, actually. That was the one I was going to do. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so, yeah, I did one, and I did it specifically because I was, like, trying to think of... So, 
you know, for those of you who probably you probably know if you're listening to this, but we those did, of you who are bad listeners and haven't yeah, listened to several uh, of the episodes that happened before this. So we did a pretty ridiculously large thing called SCP-6500, uh, which was you know aggressively called this isn't a, this isn't an SCP, this is a canon hub. Uh, and so to shit in those people's faces, we made a cannon. <laughs> it's not why we did it. But... Grigori does all of his bodily functions in other people's faces. That's right. It's just, <laughs> it's just my kink. That's the way it is. Um, and we kind enough. of did this. No, not doing it. Uh, no, <laughs> too lazy. No, no, I don't care. Uh, unless it's like genuinely offensive. I'm not adding anything else. Uh, but we did this kind of split timeline thing where, you know, whether or not the foundation was going to dissolve, uh, which, you know, whatever. But... I was very, very focused on Vanguard, which is the one where, you know, I thought we could do the most world building because that's where the foundation is dissolving and becoming this new thing. Uh, but I really wanted to contribute to the other side, which was, you know, the kind of foundation is covering up this horrible event that's happened and, and their involvement with it. And I couldn't think of a way to tackle it. And then I just thought, well, wh- I'll just do a nobody tale uh, of, of a nobody that kind of trips over finding out uh about these crazy events and then use it, you know, similarly to the way that Rounders team used it and the fact that this is somebody who can get into and around like all these important events and, and, and important places because no one pays attention to them and tried to expand it a bit in terms of like how they actually use the abilities because, you know, I kind of really kind of tried to focus in on what, how that works and whether or not they can control it at all. Like, you know, if they really focus in on it, uh, they could make somebody notice them uh, right, you know, right in the right in that moment, and then forget about them, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and then I also broke that rule because th- I had two nobodies by the end of this first tale. <laughs> like, me yeah. Well, the po- the point of any kind of rule for collaborative I fiction know. is is to guide the people who don't know what they're doing yet. <laughs> Once you know what you're doing, you can start breaking rules. Yeah, no kidding. But I did take that and ran with it with the whole what I brought up earlier, the epistolary novel thing because i just that's what i loved the most about uh the nobody concepts was these notes to themselves but then i kind of thought i don't really want to do that for a whole tale and so i started splicing in like documents that she was reading uh so she's in a foundation site so she just starts like fucking with their skip net and going like i'm just gonna download this email and then you know the reader gets to read it even though she obviously uh, well, I actually think she does print them out so she can show people. <laughs> uh, and made a fucking, you know, Class C cognito hazard. If you've received this file by mistake, please report it to your nearest RISO representative. Which I don't think I would ever actually put into an SCP, but I did it here just to make fun of the Foundation. Yeah, there's a lot of making fun of in this story. The story has a lot of character in this version of Nobody. And... um one of my paragraphs opens up with those absolute twats. <laughs> yes, this character has a, a literal voice. You can hear their accent when you read, but it also has <laughs> very irreverent um, style, which I think is just exemplified by the fact that they dislike somebody so much that when this person's conversation with them is transcribed, their dialogue tag that they give to this person is wanker. <laughs> yes. And they, and they just call them wanker for the entirety of the log. <laughs> Uh, I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, it's not a real nobody article unless nobody's getting, like, hated on by everyone involved. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like, I believe there's a sequence in White Suit where Fritz Obermeyer bites some, like, he bites the Foundation <laughs> agent who's after him. And then, like, 40 years later, her grandson also gets bitten by yes. nobody. <laughs> bitten by a radioactive nobody. <laughs> yeah. That's how he's, that's how they got the sick name powers. They were written, bitten by a radioactive birth certificate. Uh... <laughs> And I was, like, trying to think of a way to, like, figure out a way to do a conversation, like, a uh, log between two nobodies. And so I just, one of them is me and one of them is him. <laughs> yes. I really enjoy this one. There's a lot of character to it and a lot of detail. I like this one because it, it says that there's a way into the library from the Field Museum, which, as a noted <laughs> library fan and as a noted Field Museum fan... <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I'm a fan of both. I love the Field Museum. Really designed for you personally. <laughs> but not because yeah. of Sue the Tyrannosaurus Rex or whatever. Uh, I love it because of those those lions from the Ghost in the Darkness. I love it for the everything, but yeah. Yeah, it's a great museum, honestly. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, there's really no point going into, like, the, the point is that this sets up nobody to try and figure out what the hell happened in 6500 but obviously i didn't just want to like recap the the 96,000 word thing we just did so instead it's somebody who's completely ignorant of of the way that the anomalous world works and getting introduced to a lot of different things and trying to figure shit out mm -hmm. uh mostly through uh irreverent conversations with other people and you had so much to say that you ended up writing a second one too and just nobody's yep. looking for trouble and i'm assuming at some point probably more <laughs> yeah probably a third uh but yeah they're this very, one's this one's, this one's called nobody likes a sneak and then the next one was nobody is looking for trouble yeah. fun times uh and then for our last, the last piece, one will be called nobody likes three equals <laughs> that's right uh but for our final piece to discuss today there is no color out of space by yes. Harry Blank. Yes, one of my lowest rated pieces on the SCP. Wiki. Well, it was a gift, right? It was a holiday exchange thing. Yeah, it was an art exchange gift. Uh, it was a pinch hit, which is a thing that happens where whoever is originally going to give the mm -hmm. gift to somebody cannot um, finish their gift and they throw it back to the organizers and the organizers grab the people who volunteered to do the pinch hitting and go, can you do this quickly? And in this case, I was asked to quickly do something that combined pataphysics and there is no anti-memetics division, which is an insane thing to ask someone to do quickly. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. But I did it anyway. Um, I, I think they might have even asked for SNC plastics too. I can't remember what the exact nice. ask So this was wasn't anymore. for it. This was for somebody else, huh? Yeah, this was for somebody else, and I don't remember their name, nice. but it's okay, because they never acknowledged it at all, and I think oh. they dipped on it. Oh, their no. <laughs> uh, I don't even God. think I mentioned them in the author post. Cause you they, didn't. Yeah. yeah. No, if someone gives you a Christmas present, do say thank you at least, jeez. Uh, but anyway, I posted it just because yeah. I thought it was pretty good, uh, and, and not everybody has thought it was pretty good, but I still think it's pretty good. <laughs> I think it's great, uh, and for an art exchange thing, it's pretty highly rated, because those mostly get ignored mine was that's true is like 12. oh no i've always been exceedingly happy with my art exchange oh wow you mean rounder house gets more attention huh 
No, no, no. I mean the ones I make, and my like gifties end up loving them, which makes me happy. Oh, I'm really no, pleased we're talking about what we did. No, we're not talking about shit about whether people like it or not, man. We're talking about the important stuff, which is what the number is that gets attached. To. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, that's a that no, that's a universal issue. Like my the art exchange I gave for for Dagon or not Dagon, uh, this last yeah, was, last year is like one of my like I think it's my lowest rated tale. Yeah, I mean, like all of my yeah. lowest rated tales are art exchanges. Yeah, of course, because yeah, it really just doesn't get read. Well, it's read. made for like one person, basically. Uh, even if yeah, it's good, much. there's so many things that are dropped in that week, and it's usually during like winter break. So I assume a lot yeah. of people are pretty busy. Um, there's a readership lull. There's too many stuff. Too much stuff. I'm gonna call out. T I, I'm gonna call out T Rutherford was for pestering me to post my the one I made for him earlier because I straight up forgot. <laughs> 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 what were you saying? Oh, I thought I'm going to call out T. Rutherford for never even commenting on my gift to them, though they did upload it. <laughs> well, that, that's all that matters. Is it's the thought that counts. You're like, yes! <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyway, I never I never heard whether this person liked it or not. Well, I like it a lot. Yeah. They probably didn't. Fuck them. <laughs> Merry Christmas, whoever you were. <laughs> uh, but you, you, you tied this in pretty well with the with the, the story that we talked about earlier uh, or the, that 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 kind of continuing narrative <laughs> narrative uh, that it set up about the nobodies in Black Autumn, which, which played in really well, I think. Yeah, I tried to just smash a whole bunch of concepts together and see what was what would make sense because the, there is no anti-memetics division deals with a lot of stuff where people don't remember what's going on or can't even see it because it's impossible to form memories about it. And I was asked to combine that with pataphysics, and I thought, well, what's something incomprehensible? Obviously, it's mm -hmm. going to be H.P. Lovecraft in some sense. That's because I'm trying to do this within a day or two. Uh, read the entirety of There Is No Antipomatics Division in a, in a rush and en enjoyed it tremendously. Had never read it, despite having been told oh. to read it constantly, particularly by placeholder. <laughs> um, adored it because, of course, it's impossible to read There Is No Antipomatics Division without adoring it. Because so it's good. Damn near perfect. Um, yeah, it is fantastic with like it has a few faltering parts but even faltering parts in the best tale series on the site is like incredibly impressive yeah and yeah, i mean the, it's all got only... such a sense of like place and like tone yeah, yeah. and and various ones right. yeah sorry no various ones just like in terms of tone like it, it goes from like oh yeah interesting like foundation like politics type stuff to like eldritch horror to you know, kind of almost like an adventure story. It, it's, it's it's all over the place, but in a good way. It's crazy yeah. good. And Marion Wheeler is one of the best characters on the wiki, which is yeah. not a not a brave thing to say by no. any stretch. No. Um, yeah, the, the, if if I was to say there's a fly and there is no anti-memetics division, it's the part where the existence of an anti-memetic... Uh, yeah, the whole Araru and stuff is mm -hmm. always kind mm -hmm. of like awkward because mm -hmm. it comes out of nowhere and then it's gone yeah. and you're like, what the fuck just happened? On the wiki, you can click the hyperlink and in the text in the text edition, there is no hyperlink because it's a... Father, I cannot <laughs> click the book. <laughs> so that one section does not explain itself at all. And yeah, it does not make any sense. Um, other than that, it's perfect. It's even better than the wiki version because it cuts out the superfluous interview that's on SCP-055. Nice. Really? Yeah, because in 055 it goes, it's an anomalous thing and you can't remember any details about it, blah, blah, blah. And then there's an interview log at the end that does exactly the same thing as the yeah. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. And it just doesn't appear in the... Because <laughs> I don't... Yeah, my only... My quantum book is uh, the other one. 
Humans in Interdimensional Travel, or I forget the title. Nice. Have you read that? Is it good? Uh, I've read some of the stories in it. It's an anthology of short stories. Yeah, nice. I haven't read all of them. Quantum is awesome. But anyway, God, is there anybody was... that's ever released a book of short stories where they've all been awesome? Like, I feel like there's always a. <laughs> uh, like, I can't think of a single anthology where every single one I liked. Yeah, no, I feel like there's always going to be some stinkers. In it's there, hard. Like, that's how stuff is. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. not to shit on Quantum. I thought we're like, this is not good. <laughs> yeah. So. Anyway. Uh, you want to read some emails? Sure. All right. Uh, who wants to read Ferns? Harry, read Ferns. <laughs> Harry, read Ferns. Ferns. Uh, glad to see you guys doing an episode on a very underrated GOI. POI? It's fuzzy. My question is simple. Would you guys ever do an episode about the different contests the wiki had? Excluding Oh, why? Someone mentioned contests? Uh, contests. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we will. I mean, I, I want to... Sure. We've been talking about doing cannons for so long that I kind of want to hit that next after we finish yeah. with GOIs, but... Uh, yeah. This I think... was all a long con to talk about my cannon for three hours. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, his famous Our cannon, cannon, no return. Yes. Yes. Hey, you know what? I forgot to bring it up, but no return. I recently counted the articles and we have over 45 articles in that thing that started nice. like a year and a half ago. Wow. And oh, like yeah. only 37 of them were written by Gesma. Fucking <laughs> eight of them were written by Gesma. <laughs> Although I really appreciate, like, especially yeah. in this dry period for myself where I've got a bunch of ideas about how to expand it, but I haven't really been writing. Gizmo's like, oh, I've got another idea. I'm like, great, keep this has keep so many this ideas. thing alive. Yes. <laughs> also, it's really fun. So, yeah, we'd like to do contests. And mm -hmm. I, I, I heard the noises coming from Rounder House. I imagine he's interested in contests for some strange reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel, no, I can't be on a contest episode. That would be a conflict of interest. <laughs> oh, you're on the contest team, aren't you? Yeah. No, you can't be. Are you? No, I'm Are not, you? actually. I, I'm not. I was brought on as an independent contractor. Yeah, I was going to say, you're not going to be on the contest team because they're disqualified from the contest. Yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> I run the contests for the library, and it's always like agonizing when we run one. And I'm like, Haha, have fun, guys. And I don't get to participate. It's fun watching him sit there, just like literally visible over the internet sweat beads forming on his forehead as he goes, please, somebody contribute to this contest. Come on, start posting. And they do, but they always make me wait until like the last <laughs> day because all of my users are terrible people. <laughs> all the writers in the in this conjoined all, all writers are, are all last writers. minute people. We're yeah, all this terrible. hate specifically me. <laughs> <laughs> and for the library, that's not even like an exaggeration. That's like I know everyone there by name, and I can assure you that, that part's true. They live to make me suffer. <laughs> uh, Rounder, you have the outline up in front of you. Yeah, I do. You want to read Teeth's email? Yeah, of course. Hi, Teeth. Uh, hello. Is anybody there? Anyone at all? Nobody. Weird. We can't, we can't just... mock this humor. We've been doing it the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, but we're, we're hosts. We've also been mocking each other doing it. So. That's true. It's one big mock uh, the community's based yeah. on. I think that I might just never reverence my past emails seeing as all the jokes never make sense autocorrecting dyslexia are not a fun duo but i swear they make sense i swear i believe you believe but besides you. the point i am very excited for this episode as i am for every single one but i have more of a reason this time really an episode with my favorite author on the site why wouldn't i be hyped i'm so glad you're such a big fan of harry blank 
Yeah. Who isn't? Yeah. 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 I've, I've never been on an episode of this before. And I'm glad yeah, it's know, a completely new. Out. I'm glad they figured out that I was going to be on this episode. Yeah, they I they killed the preceding Harry. Well, this is why Teeth is excited. The walk-in freezer for this. <laughs> walk-in freezer. This person like, more like a bad, wouldn't show. it? This person just called you your favorite author, and uh, you can't even finish their email without interrupting. No, I'm reading. I they've called me that before, and I always love it. Thank you very much, Teeth. Uh, I don't have much to say on the topic because I've never read anything about nobody, but I'm very excited <laughs> to learn. As all I really know, shut up. As all <laughs> I really know is from passing conversation and small snippets. Anyways, I hope you all have a wonderful time recording. That editing goes very smoothly, and this email makes even a tiniest bit of sense this time. I fucking heard Harry like giggling to himself in the background. <laughs> when I had to stop laughing at the nobody jokes, I mentally promised myself I would start again by the end. <laughs> the only way I could get through it. This is this is the important aspects of podcasting: is making deals with yourself. Yes. Uh, so this next email is from Randy. Before I start, I swear I try to remember write, to write emails for each episode, but I still fail to. But since this is a nobody episode, I had to try harder. Hard no to focus on nobody. <laughs> and Randy, you've written a lot of emails for us, and we really yeah. appreciate it. We uh, do. Don't worry about it. Nobody is a GUI I've always been interested in. You're not interested in any GUIs? Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably one of the best... Or one of the first I deep dived into when I discovered the wiki. It being one of the first ones GOIs for me means I barely remember anything. Uh, and I hope this episode reminds me, but also shows me more about nobody. It's all very apropos for nobody, honestly. Mm -hmm. need to uh, learn more about nobody. Also, I really appreciate that Randy almost always includes a question. And this time, what aspect of nobody do you think is unexplored? Uh, that's about it. I don't have much to say. I'm just excited to listen to the episode. So, what do you guys think an aspect of nobody is unexplored? Hmm. Hmm. Good question. I actually think different settings. Um, I think, like you said, it really lends itself to noir. But I think because of the way that people have used it in different historical periods, it would actually work really well as, you know, like you were saying, like a samurai or, you know, whatever. Mm. Like you could do some really, I mean, like I said, there's really no limits to it. It could work really well in a lot of different settings. I think that someone should make Samurai Nobody a reality because I'm very sad that that never panned out. <laughs> I would definitely sign on for uh, reading about Samurai Nobody. Yep, absolutely. <clears throat> I don't have an answer to the question. I can't think of anything. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we tried. Uh, all right, Harry, you want to read this next one? Did you read the end of the email? Because we did, did. Yeah, I did before we went back oh, to the question. You're you're very organized and clever. All right, thank you. This is <laughs> Mr. Fish. Hey there, SCP fans. <clears throat> hey there. First, I'd like to say that I really love the work you've done over the years. Oh God, it has been years in relation to both writing and the podcast. Second, what do you think of Ips rendition of the <laughs> it was capitalized rendition of the nobodies? Well, obviously we think it's pretty cool. Personally, I really enjoyed that they were tied into the idea of the narrative in their writings. Yeah, I really like Ips use nobody. Um, Ip also used nobody as a as a love letter to Terry Pratchett, which is something I particularly appreciate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really like it. Uh, not to mention because I like pretty much everything that he did for SNC Plastics, yeah. but this was taking this very you know 
preconceived thing. Like nobody really typically fits the one mold, even though it's wide open, like I've said before, and just did it in his own complete way. And that works really well. So, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Rander, read this last one. Caleb Storm. Okay. Caleb Storm. Sick name. Uh, I would like to ask, which is your favorite idea of nobody? Whether he's a conceptual being or some secret agency or just a myth made by Foundation field agents? I always like that last one as a, like a as a funny idea, but I don't think it lends itself yeah. to the narrative very well. Yeah. But it is funny. Like, it is like a really good, like, I don't know, it fucked up. Nobody did it. Uh, Kilroy. Was yeah, here. it's like that stupid fucking family circus thing about... Uh, not me, the little ghost that the kids blame everything on. Who did this? Not me. <laughs> it's the foundation's version of not me. You have never sounded older than referencing. Yeah, I was about circles. to say that was like the like <laughs> I was expecting you to like crumble into bones. Okay, I'm sorry. Neither of you have ever had grandparents. I, I don't mean, read the family. Circus. My grandparents <laughs> were so not readers. It wasn't even funny. Yeah, like I had grandparents. They didn't speak English, which is an entirely lateral issue. The only you thing I ever connected with my grandfather about. Reserves. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's not. I want to hear about your grandfather. Oh, I was going to say the only thing I ever connected with my grandfather about was Westerns. <laughs> and that's wow. because that's the only form of media he liked other than like sports, which I didn't like. So <laughs> it was John Wayne or watch football. So I picked John Wayne. <laughs> Pretty good choice. Yeah, that's good choice. Yeah. I'm not recommending the family circus. It's one of the worst things that's ever happened. It is terrible. <laughs> it is really terrible. Like, family and it lasted forever. Like, I remember up until I was still reading like Saturday or Sunday morning comics or whatever. Like it, at, like in the two, like when I was an undergrad, like in, all the way up until like 2005. I'm sure it still happens, but I don't pay attention to the newspaper anymore. But and it would be like, oh, these are kind of fun, and you get to that one, you'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yes, it's like who oh, likes this. Isn't this funny? I this barely is- like understood the oblique reference, and I was like, "Okay, I googled it. It's Family Circus is a comic strip created by cartoonist Bill Keen." And I was like, oh, "Okay, that makes sense." And it says, "And since Bill's death is currently written, inked, and rendered by his son Jeff Keen, which is like some fucked up like generational curse that gets passed down." <laughs> like, <I'm- laughs> It is one of the worst fucking things because the Family Circus yeah. is this cartoonist writing. Uh, it was originally a bit had a bit of an edge, but eventually it turned into absolute pap for grandmothers to put on their fridge. But they, it was about here's my family and here's my kids and aren't they rambunctious and and funny? And one of those kids, one of them from the comic strip, is now the one doing it because every comic is a generational spanning multimedia commercial enterprise, and they're oh. never allowed to die except for Bill Waters stuff. Yes, uh, and um, did you hear about him bringing Gary Larson new? as well? Uh, uh, no, Bill Waters, who did Calvin and, Hobbes, Calvin and Hobbes, eventually just decided he'd had enough and he retired, refused yeah. to sell the rights. It's yeah. so fucking dope. Uh, there's never been a cartoon. He's like, nope, fuck that. And then just announced he's bringing out a separate, like, it sounds almost like an Eldritch horror project. That's cool. I thought he was dead or something because he yeah. hadn't done anything so long. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Most comics are horrible zombies that outlast their their, uh, creator and just louch around. It's terrible. Yeah. Lovely note to end on. Yeah, I know. Anyway, uh, so thank you for joining us again, Rounder. Yeah, totally. Always. Uh, You want to give out your Twitter 
so that people can follow you before that platform just I'm finishes? at Rounder House everywhere, in your face, up your nose, everywhere. Speaking of cocaine. Join the, uh, join the simp creates. <laughs> also a server for a lot of things, actually. Wait, he's trying to fucking plug the Discord. <laughs> yeah, right, there right. you are. Are you crushing my flow? Oh, fuck off. But we do have a Discord, and the link is in the description, so please do come and join. And I'll come up with a new episode of Goodnight Round Repeat within the next seven to eight business months. You should! Nice. That's how I consume uh, Wanderer's Library stuff. Yeah, I'll force it down your throat, but yeah. This is a good time. I, it gets, me to, it gets me to click through and then vote on him, so... That is some weird fucking giant bug monster trick to regurgitate stories and spit them down people's throats. Uh, yeah, it's like like how birds feed their kids. Yes. That yeah, that was the image he was going for, yep. Now I have a round repeated yeah. story idea in my head. Great. Yeah, do it, do it. Post a second wanderer's uh, library story. I'm doing a story with round repeat right now. Are you? I am too, actually. Yeah. Rounder already oh, knows. Wow. You see, he's oh. seen my Photoshop for it. It's just a side. He's just a side character, but he does have a very like important moment in it. I've already finished the round for Heart of Mine. It's an extremely long and and cool scene that's very cool and long. Oh, you wrote wow. a long thing? Crazy. Flattered. Wow. Never... Whoa. How? No way. We write long things. I very shut up. Short form enjoyer. He, yeah. You also write really long things. Yes. No, I don't. Fuck <laughs> off. Fuck off. <laughs> I write occasionally long things, but most of my stuff I feel like is pretty digestible. How's the Jade proposal hanging out? How's that doing? I said occasionally. That was <laughs> no, 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 occasionally. I, I do really love that. It was an occasion, all right. Yeah, I ignore the the eight thousand word long tail. I just shoved down Harry's throat this weekend. <laughs> There's a lot I of shoving down I throats. Could, I right did now. That. Yes. Good. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of regurgitating I, down. I couldn't remember throats. whether I sent you the LBL. Yeah. No, you yeah. did. You, you actually, you didn't even send me it. You just like edited it for me, and I was like, "That this works." Man, this I is, did that. I love that so much better. This is riveting podcast material. I know we're just okay, talking yeah, about yeah, things yeah. nobody knows about. We're just, just... <laughs> yeah, sorry. After people, and I don't, 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 don't explain. But I like that almost everybody is just gonna be like LBL. <laughs> yes, I'm, and we're read not gonna my tail oh. series. That's what they need to know. Well, they yes. should read Jade proposal because motherfucker. They're not gonna do is... that shit. I like to keep my I like to keep my expectations reasonable. Well, <laughs> I loved it, and uh, yeah, great. So you should fucking read it. Thank uh, you. It's a completely original and non-canonical version of the Deva that I think brilliantly references everything that's best about the Deva, even that's though it's completely original. Well, it is, <laughs> but the, I mean, like I told you that when I was doing it's the crit, which was like, I started, version. I started reading it and I was like thinking, this is really good, but I'm not really sure why it's Deva. And by the end I was like, fuck man, that was so brilliantly folded into all the tropes and like the references it were, you did such a good job with it. Yeah. I was very proud that you thought any of that was on purpose and not just me wilding <laughs> out and you know, it all worked out. <laughs> Well, either way, you're just snorting that cocaine like Stephen King. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as long as you don't write yourself into. Oh wait, you already do that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, the show's uh, Discord link is in the in the description. Our Twitter is at s i m c r e a t. I'm at Gregory Carpin on on Twitter. Not that I do anything about it, but I'm at Harry Blank SCP. I'm also at Gregory Carpet on like everything. I've been doing some TikTok and some Instagram lately. So check me out there. Anyway, thank you for joining.
Yes, thank you very much. Shout out to any Canadians. Nobody. Americans won't get what that is, and neither will most Canadians. We just did a whole podcast about it. I'll just take your word for it. Yeah. I could make shit up about Canada. You wouldn't know. That's true. It's cold up there. That's not true. 